Hello, gorgeous. It is Lala Kent. With Randall. Yes, we are back. I'm excited for today. Today, people, I think, are going to be really, really shocked in like the best way because we have one of my closest friends on and your friend, Nick Ritchie. Yes. Um, Randall loves a good clap entrance. All right. So before I bring Nick out, I just want to say a couple things. Nick is a entrepreneur, very successful, has built big businesses, and he'll go into that. And then also there's a lot going on in the media today with Nick that we've been reading about. And I I really want to kind of get underneath the hood and, and figure out what is going on there. I know a lot because we're friends, but I think people will be shocked to hear. Nick has also told me, Law, that today is the last day he's going to talk about what is going on in the press forever. He's, wow. Yeah, that's it. Like, this is it. He wants to put it all on the table today here at our podcast, leave it out there, and, and that's it. So I, I commend him for the bravery of coming out and talking about you know his feelings and, and what's going on in his family because people go through stuff all the time, but to do it you know, in a place like this, you know, take some bravery. So I'm interested to hear. So let's bring Nick out. What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Nick. Can I tell you, Nick, his podcast, do you remember? You were the first podcast that I ever did yeah, with I was, James. I was one of the OG podcasters before wow. podcasting was a thing. I invented podcasting. Wow. Yeah. You're also responsible for like why the internet is the way the internet is today. Uh, yes. I invented the internet as well. So. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, um, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it, it, and it's crazy because I have been looking back at my life over the past weeks and going into this dark phase of trying to rediscover who I am because I was so lost over the last decade in family and marriage and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I created that website, the dirty.com, which I'm not part of anymore. I sold it like four years ago. So, um, so real quick for people, cause I, obviously if you've been living under a rock, you, you then don't know, but most people do just real quick in a snapshot. You started a, a site called the dirty.com how many years ago and how did it start? You know, give us a summary and, and then how did it become so big? And then why did you step away? In 2006 was the rise of reality TV. Survivor was going, The Apprentice, uh, different reality shows. And I thought, you know, reality TV was so big. Why is no one thought of reality internet? Um, so my thing was I, I was in Scottsdale and at that time Scottsdale was kind of like the Dubai of America, I call it. It was just the hidden, it was the hidden secret from the world. <laughs> right. You know, everyone right. was gorgeous and the women were beautiful and the cars and everyone was a 30K millionaire. You know, you had $30,000, you could be a millionaire in Scottsdale. Wow. You had wow. That lifestyle. So I, right. I showcased it. I just put it out there and uh, it went viral and it started as Dirty Scottsdale. I'm like, wow, this works. Let me try Newport. Uh, I did Dirty Newport, and then I did Dallas and Chicago, and I'm like, wow, this is working everywhere. And it just became <laughs> gl- it became global because yeah. you were all over the world. You weren't just in a, in the U.S. So I got up to about 350, 330 to 350 markets, uh, wow. Australia, Europe. Oh um, yeah, so you're, you're talking about a site that was generating about 10 million uniques a day. Wow. Holy yeah. shit. Holy shit. At that time, by the way. At, right. at a time yeah. where... It, like the world was exploding on social media. It was just starting. You know, it was MySpace. Yeah. MySpace. Uh, Facebook was just starting to get legs. And what I did was pave the way to open up privacy. So when I was creating this site, I, it was kind of like the Pandora's box to Instagram and opening up uh, privacy where it just became not really a thing like right. public figures were the future right. and everyone created their own social media, their Instagram, their Facebook or whatever. And they were just like, okay, screw it. The internet is what it is. And it's going to, um, open up my life and people started becoming influencers and instant celebrities. So what I did was kind of the OG of creating the Paris Hilton's in these sub markets. Right. And, uh, it went viral. Like whoever I posted became famous overnight you were on the dirty. Your phone was blowing up in <laughs> ten seconds. Crazy, wow. and, crazy. Uh, crazy! I had so much, I had so much power. But when I started it, I, I never wanted to be a public figure. You know, I got outed. Like when I started the site, I was underground. I was Batman. No right. One, no one knew who I was. Right, because all you knew was the site. I never even knew your name in, no. until you kind of came out at some point. Well, I got I got popped for a DUI. 
I got set up by Sheriff Joe I- Opiro in oh Arizona. He put me in pink underwear, showcased me in Tent City. Wow. I was this just, is a guy that had the hard, you yes. know, you did time in Arizona. You did it outside. Yes. In, in the heat. 115. It was, but it was cool, though, because I started my own gang in the prisons, in the, in the tents. <laughs> I can't. Oh I can't. La Familia 56 was our tent. And these guys loved me. Yeah, wow. I, because I just, you know, tell them about, you know, the dirty stories yeah. and all this stuff. And I thought I didn't want to leave Tent City because I thought it was a dead man walking because... <laughs> Because you blasted everybody. everybody, everybody, and I and I was I had my own shield, and I never wanted to be famous or be that guy. But my mugshot went everywhere. <laughs> Hold on, don't you find that very like ironic? It's like no, this is what the internet is. You're now going to be privacy yeah. doesn't exist except for me. Right. I, I want my privacy, but you're not allowed that. But it's like a story that comes full circle now because now you're out there. Well, you know, Randall, because. The underground stories of the submissions of what I would get were so um, scary. Yeah. You know, a lot of them were, you know, you're taking out mafia people. You're taking out drug dealers. You're taking out madams. You're taking out political figures. And you're taking out people with a lot of money and a lot of influence. Mm -hmm. And that's dangerous, you know, in, in that world that you were walking in. So I have to think that did that come back to you at all? Of course. It did. I got death threats. I got people try to stab me I've, I've wow had, i've had i've gone through all that stuff right guns in my face like it's you know <laughs> wow but i made a pact to myself that i would stay true to who the brand is and who i was and what this was going to be and i was going to write it out until i felt like i was too old and i had a family and i thought you know hey it's it's time but it was scary i got sued you know, 50 times. So, I won so, 50 times. Yeah, I know. I know. I, by the way, I know you did because I, I follow those cases at times and I would talk to you about it and you would tell me I'm flying out to here, whatever. Let me ask you questions because now I want to move into the next phase, which for okay. me is like really exciting to see. So you're, you're at the height of the dirty. It's got all these clicks. It's making, you know, infinite money. What, what's the day you decide to walk away? Why? And, and, the, and then the transition, you know, how, to the next thing that you have going. Well, it's kind of twofold. Because I retired and I took like two years, two and a half years to figure out who I was. And I always told myself, you know, at 40, I wanted to get out. And I got out a couple of years earlier than that. But the reality was, is that I just felt like I was in a phase where my heart was changing because I had children. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, that makes sense. And once yeah. that happens, if, if I didn't have that same fight and vigor that to basically call someone out on their bullshit, um, then... It wasn't, it wasn't for me. So I left and that was kind of pretty much it. And then, you know, obviously, you know, that's not my only thing that I do. That wasn't my moneymaker. That was just my like, Hey, go out, show face, get laid, do, you know, do my thing. Like that wasn't, that was never, it was just a party for me. Yeah. That's what evolved into. Yeah. Um, and I look back on it now and it, it just, it killed my ego. Like my ego got so out of control through that, that, through that time. Yeah. Because, because everything was free. Right. You, know? you got flown everywhere. Every, you got everything. put up. Everybody just wanted to be around you. Can you imagine being a white tiger going to Vegas? They're paying you $25,000 to show up, drink for a couple hours, and they fly you home on a private jet. Like, that's, well, that's what is crazy. that? That's crazy. I, I that? can imagine it, and it sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm picturing it right now. <laughs> I, wish somebody would pay me, I wish somebody would pay me to go anywhere. $5 I'll take. But it gets old. It yeah. gets old. The it's women repetitive. get old. It, and and that's where, that was my downfall because I couldn't. I couldn't enjoy it anymore. And that's how I met Onassis, who is my ex-wife, Shane Lamas. I met her in Vegas coming up. I was, I was doing an appearance for Tao at Tao Beach and I brought 16 of the hottest ASU girls. Like I went to campus, picked out these girls, put them in a Hummer limo, brought them to Vegas. And I was, you know, Jason Strauss did this whole baptism ceremony, ceremony in the Tao Beach pool. And I thought I was born again. Like it wow. was just one of those moments where I'm like, okay, wow. I'm done. I'm done. And then I met uh, Onassis at the bar at the Venetian. So, so you meet her on this trip. You, you see her at the bar. Now tell us a story because you, you ended up getting married like within days, right? No, eight hours. Yeah. Eight, eight hours. So, so you meet her in Vegas and you got married eight no, hours but I, but later. I, but I want to, uh, but I want to hear the details. You walk up to her, you see her at the bar, you, you say it's love at first sight, obviously. Right. And, and then what, then what happens? How do you get to the chapel? So I get to the bar. I'm like, wow, okay, this this blonde, she has this 
Sienna Miller, Scarlett Johansson type vibe. And she wasn't into me. Like she didn't know who I was. And I felt like I was like a normal civilian hitting okay. on a girl. Totally. And, and she was just, you know, mean, she was just mean to me. And I just, <laughs> I never felt that in a while from right somebody. because you've always gotten everything you wanted just handed to you yeah like there wasn't even like when i would go on dates with girls there was no communication i would just we would just start making out wow you know? oh, okay yeah, yeah so i was in that phase of my life where i was like wow like this this is like hard work right which obviously wasn't really hard work because we ended up you know trying to get married but the, the chapel was closed then we ended up making love and i'm like okay you know, we're we still want to get married. And I was like, wow, this is actually really good. Okay. Um, and then we got married at like 10 o'clock in the morning and at wow. the little white wedding chapel. And then what happens from there? Now you li both live in separate places, right? At this time. Yeah. So the thing is when you get married in eight hours, you really don't know the person. Right. <laughs> yeah. At all. Right, at all, <laughs> at all. So. I would have been married a million times if, <laughs> I, if it was just that after eight hours, but I was, uh, I was such an, uh, an, uh, I don't want to call it dark place. I was just in a place of like, hey, I need change. You needed to like you were, get some stability. You were grasping for, for something I wanted just family. like real life. Yeah. yeah. I wanted family and every Normalcy. girl every girl I dated, it just they didn't look at me like Human Karamian, which is my birth name. They looked at me like I was Nick Ritchie, this asshole who's like judging my elbows, you know? Right. So right. like I never had that interaction. It was just refreshing that this person didn't know who I was. I didn't know who she was or her family or anything. I knew nothing. Wow. And I woke up the next day, you know, we had after got, you were married. Well, we got married and then we honeymooned kind of at another nightclub, which is, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we so. woke up and we woke up and it was all over the news. And I'm like, who the hell? And I, and I remember I was turning on my phone was blowing up. My mom was, so mad at me because I come from yeah. a, a Persian Armenian. Right, family. you're supposed to have a big wedding. Oh yeah, like it wasn't like like what are you doing? They already right. hated me from the dirty, and now I'm just like literally like ruining the family. Right. <laughs> so it's, it was on the ticker. Shane Lamas marries the dirty guy, and I was so mad because I was just like, wow, okay, so who is she that she's a higher level than me? Because they're calling me the dirty guy. They're not saying like, hey, you know, Nick Ritchie marries you know whoever. So it was all over TMZ. She flies back. I flew her back to Malibu or LA or whatever. TMZ's falling around and it just became a circus. And she kept telling people, well, she's not in love with me. What? And, really? And we're doing this in reverse and we're doing the marriage thing and we're going to try to figure it out, which obviously I wasn't like offended by it. Like we just met each other <laughs> and I'm like, okay, hey, we got to do this. But then they started like tracking down her dad and like, it just became a, it became a circus where I flew her out to Scottsdale. And that was probably the worst idea ever. Why? Because then I found out who she really was like, and, and then there were so many things that I had to clean up in her life to get her whole, to make her a good partner. And then I went into the mindset, like how, you know, I was kind of embarrassed about the whole situation, but then I'm like, okay, well I can do this. I can fix it. I can make it the way I want to be in my life and create family and create stability. So it worked because I got her out of the bubble, the hall, the LA bubble. Right. So you guys moved to Scottsdale. Together. I was in Scottsdale and she, and she moved with you. Yeah. I flew her out, you know, okay. Got went, went and got all her stuff from storage and, and okay. brought her out to Scottsdale. And then it was just, it was even worse because when I walked around Scottsdale, I was already God, you know? So like, cause there's no, there's no celebrities in Scottsdale. <laughs> So, <laughs> so when I was in Scottsdale, you guys imagine, are like a power. Couple. Oh, imagine both of us. It was like Brad and Angelina walking around <laughs> and there's only like fashion, fashion, uh, fashion, fashion square mall. Yeah, 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 like yeah. There, there's many places. Long, to go. We went there. That's how Randall and I feel everywhere we go. We always feel like we're Brad and Angelina. Okay. Stop it. We do fucking not. <laughs> obviously uh, Randall. Wait, obviously. But let me ask a question. So now she moves there and obviously you're in love. I mean, whatever version you're uh, both in love. I, I, I was, both in I love. was in the fantasy of love. Did you know today is a great day to warranty? Well, actually, every day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. And that's what you get with American Home Shield Warranty. I signed up with American Home Shield the moment I decided to buy my house. With an American Home Shield Warranty, unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater won't break the bank because coverage repairs and replacements are taken care of just like that. 
and not by me, my mom, or Easton. We wouldn't know the first thing to do if something stopped working in this house. I just contact American Home Shield when a covered item breaks, and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it, based on the coverage limits in your agreement. So having that sort of reassurance from American Home Shield is something to celebrate. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry, be warranty. Visit ahs.com slash GTL today to get 20% off any plan. That's ahs.com slash GTL for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Now, you guys, because you ended up together 10 years. That's a, that's a real that's ele- a, 11 years. That's, 11 years. A really that, long, that's a long time. That, that's not that's not pretend. That's no. like there's something. There. Now, and, when- and can I just say this? I'm, I'm hoping with this because I obviously follow you on social media and you know, you can clearly tell that you're hurting very much so. So when we're talking about these earlier years with her, Nick, I want you to try your best to like remember how it used to be. Before we get get to where we're at today. Because I agree. Because there had to be some real quality of love and family for you and, to stay and in because, something 11 years. Because this is going to be the final time that he speaks about this, I want this to be therapeutic. I want it to be healthy. I want and it to be productive. And true and sincere. Absolutely. From his heart, not just from the place of anger and hurt. Correct. Because that's where he's at today. And I and I understand that. So I want to be sensitive to that. But at Absolutely. the same time. So, so you're in Scottsdale. When do you have kids? How many years into the relationship do you have your first child? About a year a year. Oh, so quick. That's a, yeah. So quick. I feel like that's a, a Okay, that so is quick considering you got married in eight hours. Yeah, I usually have the marriage for like a year. A and year. And <laughs> no, 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 going back to all, what Lala just said, yeah. because I want to backtrack just yeah. a second. Why I'm here today yeah. is because you guys are friends, family. Like, yeah. You know, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go and tell the world from a place of hate. Like, you know, and it's not even hate. I, I and, and it's really bothering me that everyone thinks that I'm like attacking her, but I'm just trying to be honest and trying to get everything out because I know Instagram's not going to be forever. It's not going to be here in 10 years. Podcast will be this. What I'm recording today will be here for the rest of eternity. And your kids will listen to this Correct. one day when they're, you know, and I, and, I, and I know lawyers are listening to this. I know families listening to this. I know all these random <laughs> trolls are listening and, 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 and I have a new respect for trolls because I have no one to talk to at 4 a.m. So now I'm like DMing like random people that don't even have followers. It's, it's, it's not even funny. It's not funny. It's not, but it is it's certainly. But because you know I'm, not gonna you you're so I'm not going to hit you up at 4 a.m. And I'm like, oh, who am I going to talk to? I'm going to talk to, you know. But but I will tell you. Oh, you know, NASA's but- hater 69. <laughs> And I'm literally telling them, like, yeah, this is what's going on. But, I, but I'll tell you, people don't realize, and I think that the, the beauty of, of who you are, Nick, and, and what are, what's made our friendship is that you are the most honest and sincere human out there. So I think that when people hear this, they're going to hear a, a, yes. a, a, a truth. Okay. And, and, and the truth of whether it's pain or a truth of just kind of where you Nick, got to. You've been brutally honest. But with the two of you, let's let's not try to like paint a pretty picture. I mean, yes. you have definitely been attacking her on social media. I know. I, I mean, you've gone I've, in. I've gone in, but I need. No, you've gone in. You've uh, gone in hard. OK, but no, that's not that's to me. It's not hard to me. It's therapeutic. I built different. Listen, like Lolly, you know, like I'm, I come from a place of tough love. I come from a place of holding the mirror and holding the person accountable to who they are in my heart of hearts. I'm not just looking out for me. I'm looking out for the next guy. I'm looking out for the Onassis of the Onassises. Like there are more than this person and this person controlled me and abused me and put me in this cycle for 11 years. And my ego was so big that I never had the balls to get out. Okay. And I had children. So it started as like, Hey, you know, this is, this is progressively getting worse. I'm in this cycle of, uh, with a person that has a prescription addiction and I enabled it. So I'm going to take full responsibility over my actions and, and what I did. But in my heart of hearts, I thought, okay, well, 
I am not giving this person the love that they need, they're going to die. Like her family has a history of dependency. Like I just, I never ever once came from a place of, of not heart with her. And it was only until recently in the events that had happened where I'm starting to wake up and I'm, I'm looking back at all the different years and the things that have happened through the trials and tribulations of our relationship and losing a child, it just, it almost prolonged the marriage because it kept you in it longer. You hundred yeah. percent because, yeah. because my heart, when you say so the loss of a ch- did, did she miscarry? Yeah. Is that what, it, okay. yeah, we lost a child and it was the most, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life because the child it was a religious hospital. I held the child. I named oh the child RJ. I had to hold this child oh. and I had to say goodbye to this child while Onassis was on her deathbed in, in ICU on a, a breathing oh. tube. So, so oh it, my God. it was brutal. Oh my God. It was brutal. This is, yeah, that, that's heartbreaking. So for me, oh. I'm like, I, I've always been the caretaker. I've always paid everything for her. I've given her more than the world could possibly give her ever. And I'm just in shock. So today I have, I have pain, but I don't want to come from a place of, um, dishonesty. I want to come to, from a place of being authentic. And I'm telling you like, yes, I I'm really, I'm in a really, really, really dark place. But at the same time, this is the way I process. And the reason why I process this way and the reason why, and I don't want to call it shame. I want to call it truth because I, I know other people are in my shoes and they don't have the balls or the wherewithal to basically say like, Hey, this is what's happening to me. They want to just silent, make it private, let it go away. So the next guy gets screwed or the next woman gets screwed. That's, that's abuse. That's literally abuse. And what I, what I'm going through is so brutal because I have children, right? Yeah. So my heart hurts for them more than it hurts for myself. It doesn't hurt for her because she doesn't see in the bigger picture in the grand scheme of things. I gave her everything she wanted. I got her a G wagon. I got a Rolex. I got her 10 Birkenbacks, whatever she wanted Wow! to the sacrifice of myself. She gave me nothing, nothing besides love children. And now people are coming at me all over the internet saying, this is the mother of your children. No, this is the way I process because when I created the, the greatest site in the world in my eyes, because it held the mirror to people and it held people accountable and everyone ridiculed me. This is the way I process because now to me, she is a civilian. She is a dirty celebrity. She is a person that I would basically make fun of on that site back in the day. And this is how I'm letting my emotions go. This is me. This is old school. And there's a big disconnect because this new generation of people, these new kids who have no idea who I am, which is fine. I love that. They see everything in the world of likes. They see everything in the world of engagement. They see everything in the world of their social media and nothing else matters. This is how they survive. They keep so many secrets. Secrets are lies. Secrets are lies. And I I cannot stress that more because in my heart, it pains me so much to see people basically just say, Hey, you know what? This person was a bad person over lunch. That's it. And then it goes away. So let, let me, let me just say something real quick. So, so you're a great dad. I know that. I, I have to assume she's a good mother, correct? I have to assume she's a good mother. I mean, I, I, I'm just making an assumption that she, she's, I, I mean, it's all from a, from a, an opinion, but I'm saying she's not a horrible mother. So I take your feelings out of it. Right. Take your feelings your, out your of it. Your children are safe just, when they're If with you were her. just some, some dude who saw a chick with her, her kids, is she a good mother? To In the, the moment. In the moment, I'll give her credit in the okay. moment. Okay. But but waking up at twelve o'clock, not giving your kids breakfast, and basically yelling at your husband to go to CVS to pick her out or pick up her Adderall prescription, then running out of Adderall, and then making her husband lie to a doctor and say he has ADD to get more Adderall, like I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, okay. well, so you're talking to somebody who also, you know, I I struggle with addiction. I I never popped a pill. I never like drinking was my my thing and you know randall stuck by me and you know i think he was the one making right you were the one making sure the bar cart was full or that there was champagne in the fridge like i completely get that the difference is is at that point in my life thank god i was not a mother you know so to hear you speak about her and i get it we're, we're like wanting to shed truth and all of these things it's absolutely heartbreaking because we're talking about a woman who, yes, is the mother of your children, who has who has done you dirty, no pun intended, 
but you know she's if if this is the case it's a, it's a woman who obviously needs professional help and that to me is very heartbreaking it's heartbreaking for me i cried all last night i couldn't sleep last night i knew i was coming here to close this chapter of my life yeah. and for me you know knowing that i'm begging i'm begging her family i'm begging her please get her help and whoever she's with this new guy i don't even care cupcakes or whatever his name is go get her professional help save her because i've done my best yeah i've done everything and i've said it to her face and she just fires back at me with well, vengeance okay but, I, but but i think today like okay so you were married 11 years you have two beautiful children right they're happy they seem like happy kids i see them with you no, all the they're, time they're, they're great kids yeah, they, they seem like really beautiful kids and 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 i think at this point though what i see is a lot of pain and a lot of hurt and i understand because i've I've had pain in my life. And I I've love this woman. I've, I, I was, I literally there learned. Is. There it is. No, but listen. There it is. Yeah. I, that's I, it. That's I, what I think she needs to hear. I'm saying. I, I, I crave, do love I know, her. But I know. As, as the mother of your kids, if anything. I love her from the fact that she's been through the battles. She's seen me fight for yeah. freedom of speech. She's seen me go through hell and back, yeah. sued left, right. Like she's seen it. Yeah. She was there in bed, me getting her Starbucks, but at least she saw the, the, the travel of what I had to go through to basically give the world their own platforms, their own freedom of speech, save Facebook. I, I saved Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google, all these sites. I won. I, I set precedence in court for these sites. To be able to do what they do. To do what they yeah. do. To, for Zuckerberg to make billions of dollars. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's my bad. Right. You yeah. know? And then for her to basically just say, hey, you know, never give me back that appreciation and that love. That hurts my yeah, heart, I but she see. gave me, she gave me, she gave me the children. So which I, are I, the best things that you, the best thing you could ever give to somebody. It's everything. And, so, and by there. the way, I see you happy when I see you with your kids. I, I, I see you lit up. I see you as a great dad. You brag about your kids. I, I think for me, at least in this episode is to try to get to a place where at the end of this, you know, you can let it go and and focus on the kids i mean at least i want to focus on the kids yeah. I focus and you and focus on you in your next chapter because nick you have a big life ahead you know what i mean you've already had a big life like you and i are guys that are very blessed lala too we've and, had really and great what lives. i also want for you nick is you know there's sometimes there's so much damage that can be done that cannot be repaired and you know there will be a day where she becomes the person that she wants to become and who you would like to see her become. As and a, yeah, as a mother specifically. You as know, a woman. I don't even care just, about uh, just just as just as a person who thrives in life. Is no, there what will I'm be saying. a time where they're sitting right. at a re, 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 at a at a graduation of, of his children. Exactly. Right? And, and together. Together. No Correct. chance. No chance. I, I disagree. At this point right now, no. no well, right absolutely. Now. You're you're in it. <laughs> right. You're, you're, deep, you're in the you're middle deep. of the fucking ocean. No one With, is around. And no life raft. Nothing. Right. So. No help. No, no help. It hurts. Yeah. And and I just need my kids to know because they're going to listen to this one day. I love you so much, Preston Line. And this, this is literally the most painful thing your father has ever, ever experienced in his life. I loved your mother so much and it pains me that I couldn't get over the threshold of making her see reality. And that's probably my fault. I, I, I gave her too much and it's going to pain me for the rest of my life because we had a beautiful family and I just couldn't, I couldn't fix her. I couldn't like, and, and that's probably because I couldn't fix myself. So that's where I'm at in my life right now. And it, it hurts. It hurts really bad, but I do love you guys very much. And I think that um, both of you are very talented and very successful and you'll be fine. And now my focus, Randall, is to create my succession and just annihilate the world and just torture everybody. So in a good way, because now, you know, what people don't realize is you built a new business, which is thriving and, and flourishing called celeb celeb. And, and I, you know, it's, it's the new modern, you know, celeb culture where you go and you read great news and, and groundbreaking news. And, and I, I just want people to know that like, you know uh, you know, this stuff is not easy. People don't realize that, 
pain, even if you're the one like sh- like your ex-wife, soon to be ex-wife is initiating this divorce, whether you're initiating the divorce or you're the being the divorcee, you know, whichever side you're on or it's mutual, it's still painful. You have kids. You have to look at them in the face every day in the wake up of of waking up, not knowing because I had a routine. I would wake yeah. up like a zombie. I would wake up, have my coffee, go make a Starbucks run to wake her up, get her flowers every other day. Wow. And literally just pray that she didn't abuse her prescriptions, that she would not crash for a week. So, and then I would take care of the kids. Then I would go work. I would, you know, it was just, it was always me, but I thought this was how life worked. Right. You know, I was programmed. Right. You just, this was your routine. And now I wake up and I'm like, what, what do I do today? You know, besides take care of my kids and, and whatnot. Do you feel that you were, and I say this very kindly. Do you feel you were somewhat of a codependent? No, I felt like it was Stockholm syndrome. Okay. I felt okay. I, I, and and I know there's guys yeah. out there because yeah. guys are built very tough and they don't want to admit it. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, what I've learned from this is that I do have emotions. I can cry. It's okay to cry. Yeah. It's okay to be a normal human being. Yeah. And not be fucking tough. No, a hundred percent. By the way, with Lala, I mean, she can tell you how many times I cry to her. Yeah, but you're right? act, you're acting. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean as fuck. <laughs> we got to take a quick break because that was really mean. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad you haven't lost your sense of humor. That's one thing I've noticed, and I'm very happy about that because you call me up and you'll be in tears, and then two seconds later you'll be bashing me. So it's okay. All right, we'll be we'll be right back with the epic Nick Ritchie. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press-On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. All right, y'all. We are back with a fun podcast, but also it's, you know. It's real as it gets. It's as real as it fucking gets. Can I tell you that in in the 100... Sorry, we're not at 100 episodes. In the 70 plus episodes, year and a half we've been doing this, this is probably the most raw, heavy, real, you know, I mean, I think, don't you think a lot? I mean, this yeah. is pretty, this is, this is, this is, we're usually a little lighter on this podcast, but you're one of our best friends. And I, I know this is an important day because we're, we're putting something behind us. And the fact that you would even trust us to come here is, is an honor for us. And, and we, hope that this is getting you to the place to to kind of it, move it forward is. it definitely is and thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to actually say my piece because i just need to get off my chest and just go on well i found and this is what i noticed when i started writing my book is when i when i would read something that i had written versus when i actually say it it comes across so differently and you know people following you they only see th- you know things that you've written or screenshots and you know it can come off very differently than when you're actually hearing a person speak about it does that make sense it totally does so that was my hope for today as well having you on is you know not people not just seeing like something that you've written online but 
you know, you you can't feel heart in words. No, it's, it's hard. Very, it's, it's hard. hard. Also, there, especially when there's a lot of posts, multiple posts, multiple posts. Correct. This is people hearing who you are as a human and seeing because we we're watching you struggle and we're watching the emotions right now. But I think people can hear it and they can hear, you know, the sincerity of, of just what you're going through. And, and I think anybody who's gone through any traumatic pain in their life of any sort can relate to today because it's there's always two sides right. to every story. Absolutely. There's, there's your side, there's her side. And then there's the actual how it's really going down, which Correct. no one really even knows. Correct. But so I, think, I, I, I saw, I, I looked up Shane, um, obviously, just to see like what her posting was like. And I have a very real and real question for you. Do you believe you're a narcissist? Okay, can we talk about this? Like, seriously, like, wh- what does that even mean? Well, I know what it means because I've had to deal with a lot of them. Okay, but what does that mean? That it, I'm a bad person? Absolutely. Because I, I love myself? No, no, no. Absolutely not. There's a big difference between being a narcissist and someone who's being confident and practicing self-love. Huge difference. Okay. A narcissist is somebody who they really don't have a real perception of reality and they always place blame on the other person without taking on some responsibility as to why things have happened. Well, it's, it's in my mind, I believe in creation. I believe I create my own destiny. I believe I can do anything I want to do. And I don't believe that I'm a narcissist. I think I'm a genius. I do not think I'm a narcissist. It's two totally different worlds. So, and by the way, I'm not I'm not pinning you as one. I just saw a post that she claims that you are one, and that I wanted to get your perspective on that. Okay, here's my perspective because because I'm no doctor. I'm not here <laughs> telling you you're a that narcissist. we know that, that we know that, 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 let's that, put that disclaimer out there right now. <laughs> I'm no doctor. I'm All not right. diagnosing anybody with Please. anything. Okay. <laughs> I want to put this out there right now because sometimes people project something about someone else. It's because that's who they are. Right. Right. If you guys came into our home and people who have been in, in our home, which is very guarded, and she really wouldn't let a lot of people visit. It's just pictures of her everywhere. There was, there was one picture of me and my daughter in the entire house. No pictures of my family. Every single picture, Lala. I'm not even kidding. You go into our home. That's and not it, true. It is, it is a museum. It is a museum shrine to Shane Onassis. So... I, I don't I don't like how she's paint, portraying me as a narcissist because in my mind what I think a narcissist is is someone who's obsessed with themselves so much that they're in a delusional state of mind. I am not in any delusional state of mind whatsoever. I am a man broken, whose heart is broken and trying to recover and yeah. repair. Today, after finding out she is with someone else in Awatuki. Or wherever that place is. Where the fuck is that? I don't know. It's where they fix the Bayliner boats for the lake places. I, I have no idea. <laughs> oh stop. I'm not going to stop. Because How do you know they fix the Bayliner boats there? Because he Googled it, obviously. But what I'm saying is that... Uh, Patuki? What's it called again? Awatuki. Awatuki. Awatuki is so, in Arizona. So, so let's just catch up because we want to get to a place where, where you can feel good about leaving this out there and, and moving forward. So she is with somebody else now. You're telling us. Yes. Okay. So that happened after you guys split up? It must have happened during. And here's why. Oh, it's just so painful. Um, and this all started. It's just so crazy because this all started with, with her. She said, you know, it was our anniversary. I got her a ring. I got her all these things. And she came in because we were in separate bedrooms at the time. I lived on the West Wing. She wouldn't let me in the, the master bedroom. Wow, you guys have wings at your house? That's well, baller. not anymore because I'm not, she's, she's out of there. Good luck. So, but I do have to say is that she came into, into my room and I thought she was joking and she was like, hey, I need to figure out who I am. I don't want to do this anymore. And I was just like, okay, that's weird, whatever. Like we've been fighting, but not, but the last six months have been, the sex has been amazing. Everything's been great. You know, she's telling me how great of a husband I've been. And then she bombs out to Awatuki or wherever she went. It's allegedly Palm Springs. I reach out to her father and be like, hey, you know, I have this weird feeling that Shane's on drugs. Okay. Um, and he discards me and goes straight to her. And all of a sudden, she's got a lawyer. She's got his whole legal team. She's got everything going. And I call him Horenzo because he's been married a million times. And he's now he's engaged to a girl from Idaho. 
And that's a winner. So, <laughs> oh so now I'm in this state of mind of like, wow, like maybe I'm getting played. Then she goes to page six, Randall, and she tells the whole world that we haven't had sex in a year and um, she hasn't been intimate and we've grown apart and all this stuff. Complete lies. And I still was like, okay, I'm going to be the bigger person for my kids. I'm going to just be quiet. Okay. See, that's my, see, just so, like my thing in Lala knows this is I believe in just keeping it private for the children. That's how I've, I've been. And, and so you're saying you did I go did at that. this. I don't know. hundred percent. Okay. I, and I, and, and I hired and I, I spoke with my legal and they're like, Nick, whatever you do, do not be Nick. Like right. just be just level. Let yeah. this go. Let's get out of this clean, yeah. pay her whatever she wants, yeah. you know, whatever. And, and I, in my, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, wow, like this is just shocking. Like I just took an L. I've never taken an L. Like this is an L. See, but I don't say I disagree. So I, I think, take it as a win. Yeah, I take it as a win because I think for the kids going silent is the right thing and not taking it public. That's just me. Okay. Me. Okay. So here So it goes. you went at it that way. So I went out that way. The page six thing comes out she puts out a thing on instagram basically saying we've grown apart yada yada jacks the kristen cavallari you know statement like i'm jay cutler not even true so <laughs> so uh yeah that happens and then i'm still like okay you know i i put on my thing on my instagram and said you know i concur whatever she's saying like let her go. Okay, so it was very cordial, quiet, it was. private. Then I went through this phase of like, okay, well, I'm single. So let me put a picture of myself. I was feeling good. I'm at the beach, whatever, and be like, hey, here I am. Single Nick. Let's go. You know, DM me. Let's start seeing the world. Right. Her family went psycho. Like, how really? dare you? You have children with with my, uh, with our Horenzo's saying like you have children with my daughter after 11 years and then her his fiance Idaho went at me and I was just like okay this is crazy then they reported me to Instagram like I, as, as a sexual predator and I'm like and a bad father and I'm just like this is insane I'm like and I told Onassis I go Onassis you don't want to poke the bear like you know I am not the bully I am the bull right you know so I will literally, but see, sh they all should have gone quiet. Everybody should have just gone quiet. Like that's really, let's redo that. I am yeah. not the bully. I'm the bull. Right. And I think everybody should have just gone quiet. Like if I was to give advice, it's everybody just go quiet. Let the court handle the divorce. Right. Let and it then, do its and, thing. And go through the pain privately and then, and then be there for your kids. That's, that's how I believe in doing things. But yeah, so but she, they, but so she was, they, have, they have dinosaur brains. They have dinosaur brains, and they came after me, and they're like, wow. I was shocked. I'm like, are you guys crazy? So she went to the press first. Yes. What, okay. Okay, so that's what started. See, because I didn't know what started. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm reading pages of, you know, just you going off, but this started because she went to the press first. It all started with them. Okay. And I want to make that very clear. So one day, when my kids do listen to this, yeah. they understand their father actually said, you know, hey, I'm going to not do anything. Right, I'm going to go quiet I'm and go be quiet. respectful to my children, which, yeah. which I know you as a father. That's who you are. So it makes sense. Now that now the line of events makes sense a lot. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I only saw one side, but I didn't know that he had already you would agree to in your mind to just go peacefully into the night for your children. And then they kind of brought it to the press. And then the second I pulled back the curtain, I felt a sense of uh not power, but a sense of myself. Mm. Okay. And I started having flashbacks to Nick Ritchie having the ability to control the narrative. And I was able to say, okay, you know what? These people need to be outed as who they really are. And that's when I was like, wow, okay, I'm starting to feel truth. I'm starting to feel honesty. I'm starting to feel authentic. And it might, as bad as it looks for me, and when a judge listens to this, I need the judge to know that I did this for my own honor. I did this for my children. I did this for her. I did this for her family because I'm not living in lies anymore. It's done. It's over. So you guys can hate me. You can do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, the anxiety is gone. Right. That 11 year prison sentence, purgatory, whatever it was, Shawshank, I was literally stuck in a CVS prison oh my God. and it is 
done. So good luck, Cupcakes. You can have her. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Cupcakes? I don't know. The Bayliner dude. <laughs> oh, my God. The guy that lives in Okotokie. Okay. So, so, he, so here's what I take away from this. You have two beautiful children. You had an 11-year marriage that clearly both of you, both sides were not happy. Right? You, you were not happy. She wasn't happy. Whatever it may be. I don't know the details. But today, looking at where we are today is you still have two beautiful children. You still are who you are. You haven't lost one beat or skipped to your step. That's for sure. That's for sure. And now do we put it behind us and move to the next chapter, which is Nick Ritchie's next chapter of his life, which is going to be fucking beautiful and brilliant. So the goal is today. Once you hear this, the world hears this. This is it. She's erased. They're erased from my syntax. And I move forward and focus on business, celeb, my brand. I'm filming Richie Rich, which is a follow show that's only going to stream on the app. I'm, I'm going to do things that are just going to blow media away. And my goal is to actually, and this is going to be sound, this is going to sound so crazy what this has taught me that you need to lean on friends and you need to, yeah. you need to bring your friends up with you and not be against them because I've always been in the mentality that like, Hey, you know, I'm here or I'm, I'm, I'm making my own success. I don't need everybody around me. And you get that. Yeah. You know, and, and I think you and I are it's the lonely same place. as fuck when you do it's, that. It, it's so lonely. When it's you do lonely that. at the top, right? It is. But the only way to stay at the top is to show the top, the friends that are with you at the top to, to show them what you see. Correct. And say, Hey, what do you see? And then you learn from that. So, you know, yeah. you get it. We've yeah. been to the top yeah. and we've already done everything we've wanted to really do. And now the chapter in our life is we look at things and now we know where we're going because we've already experienced the fails. Correct. We know how to stay away from the fails. This was an internal fail by me. The only positive of my, the trophies are my children and I have to focus on those trophies and I have to shine those trophies every single day and yeah. look at them like they're Oscars. And that's the only way I'm going to survive out of this. Other than that, Good yep. luck. Good luck right. to them. Good luck to them. And I'm going to level the fuck up so fucking hard that literally. I believe that. I believe literally. That. I believe that. So hard that Viagra is going to retreat and I'm going to make a massacre, a massacre in a positive light yeah. for everybody. And I want to bring everyone with me. That's amazing. Everyone with me. And this story, Lala, I know as much as it looks like a smear, it looks like this or whatever. People are with me and it's giving me power. It's giving me my strength back and it's giving me my light back because I left everyone on her accord. It wasn't just me like, hey, you know, she made me feel so bad about myself and the things that I would do. And she would belittle me every single day and how terrible of a husband I am, how terrible of a father I am and how, how dare I not treat her like a queen. And now I'm here sitting with you guys and I'm telling you, I am a king. I'm coming back on my throne. This is where I want to be and this is who I am. And I'm finally, finally rising from the ashes and by the way nick i i know you personally so i i'm not saying that when i see what you you post that i'm looking at it as like a smear campaign but there are other people who don't know you so from an outside perspective that's what it does look like and that's why i wanted you to come and speak your truth with your actual voice and tell us how it really went down because you're you're a very very level-headed person so i feel like now people are hearing like look i was i was also responsible for this marriage she was responsible we're both responsible and it didn't work and and there is pain that i have and i'm sure she has pain too but the but the part is like we're both at an age nick and i'm older than you but we're both in our you know you're in your 40s i just hit 50 but we're at an age where we've realized our mistakes we've mm -hmm. we've fucked up we we can own it like i'm i don't have an ego anymore where i'm like i'm perfect and i i don't make mistakes you just said it you made a lot of mistakes but you also have huge successes and i'm the same so i think that people hearing that that that's the real nick ritchie that i know the real nick ritchie i know is a baller successful person but also has failed tremendously just like i have you know, and you, we own that. And I think, we own that. And I think the difference with who I am now compared to who I was in my thirties and my twenties, whatever, I can, I can let the pride go to ask for help. Yeah. That's important. That's the most important thing. I think. And anywhere. you know that I was, no. in, I was in central park. I was like by myself 
so lost and you called me and you're like, are you okay? Like, dude, I've been there. Let me help you. Let me help you. And, and I accepted it. Yeah. I accepted it. And, yeah, and, and you didn't want it. You, I said, I said, Nick, I whatever the fuck I, Yeah. I said, what pride and pride when you're in pain is what kills you. Mm-hmm. It destroys you emotionally. It makes you do make bad decisions. Very bad. So, so I, I was very happy because and, we are friends and I, I know, and I know it, you it would do the same up, for me. I know. And I, I know. told, I told Lala, I'm like, you're, you're, you're on my side. Like yeah. you, you literally had my back and you're my angel yeah. in this whole situation because you've been there and you're giving me good guidance, but it's so hard to take it. Yeah. It's so hard because the pride is so strong, but I've learned, you know, thanks to you and thanks to other friends that it's okay to listen hundred percent, and it's okay to accept. And for, for me saying that as Nick Ritchie, that is like literally stabbing my guts. Yeah. But, but, it, but it, for me, it's you rising and, and, and growing, right? Because growth, because, when we, when, when our pride kills us, we don't grow and we, we're, we're, we're in pain and we just, it's horrible. I just want to love know. again. That's yeah. it. I totally feel you on yeah. that. So I have my, my final question is if you could reverse time, is there anything in this from the time it started to where we're at right now that you would have done differently? I would have never created the dirty. Really? Wow. Never. That's that's crazy. I just I would I would be a normal person. I would um not be known. Pain is the you know, it comes from keeping up with the cycle of what we have to do and we're in a different we're in a different place where we have to maintain our sense of celebrity and our sense of self and our sense of achievements because if we don't then people look at us very differently. Those aren't the friends you need, but they're the friends that you have to have. And the problem is, is that if we don't maintain our relationships, especially in our industry, in the entertainment industry, we're forgotten. Right. And, and, and my whole thing in this marriage was that I had to keep going mm-hmm. because she was nobody. You know, she was, she was living off her, her name. She was living off her, you know, past reality shows and whatever it was. So I had to keep going. I had to financially create this life for my kids. Right. And if I could do it all over again, I would not cause pain on other people for financial success. And it mm. eats wow. at me. It eats at me. But I found that anxiety within myself comes from the fact that if as long as I as long as I'm not hiding secrets, I'm not having to maintain a lie. Yeah. And I don't no. want to be around those people anymore that have to keep maintaining the facade of who they are the facade of the lie, even if it's a secret, even if it's a small lie, they're still creating this stack of anxiety mm-hmm. and you can feel it. It's palpable. Yeah. So I don't want to be that anymore. I'm done with that. But to answer your question, I would just be a normal person. I would just go to McDonald's. Like I just don't <laughs> It's so crazy that you say that because there's so many times where, you know, with, with the, the path that I've chosen, it, there's a lot of anxiety and there's times where I feel the same way. I'm like, I just want to like live in Utah in a cute little house with my family. And then reality sinks in where it's like, you stop doing what you're doing and you don't make any money. Like you have to like what I do pays my bills. So, yeah, but also, I also think that you have a passion for acting and all 100%, this stuff. And I, think I you love as an entertainment, artist, but I think you as an artist enjoy that. And I think, it's not just money for you. It, if it no, was just money, least, you would have left LA a long time ago. But I know, but also right? you have a drive too, Lala. That's right. completely different. To build, it, to build a brand. You're, you not, you're not an Onassis. An Onassis is a person that basically thinks they're Jack Yo. Let me explain this Onassis thing because it's, it's really bothering me that people do not grasp why I call people certain things. Okay. Cupcake is called Cupcake because his last name is Baker. Okay. Okay. Love it. Horenzo is engaged to a girl from Idaho. Okay, Onassis is a playoff Jackie O because Jackie O is the first ever brought the media blew her up so big. She never had a real job. I know everyone loves her. They're obsessed. She wore these big sunglasses. My Onassis wore these big sunglasses. So I always looked at her like she really thinks she's Jackie O. Right. (laughs) So and Jackie O lived off Onassis. 
So to me, the money was all Onassis. So, so to me, I look at her like, wow, she's just trying to live off me. And now I have to support not only Onassis, but I have to support all of Ahwatukee. I might as well be the mayor of Ahwatukee. So it bothers me a lot in that regard. So that's where I come up with these names, but it's therapy for me. It's therapeutic. It's it's not it's not in a vulgar way. It's to make people laugh at the situation and be like, wow, okay, well. They're also like pretty the, cute names. By the way, I, Onassis is flattering, my opinion. And second of it's all. It's not because you're brainwashed to think Jackie O is something crazy. Oh. I mean, she was married she, to the, to Kennedy. I mean, she was pretty, she was pretty badass. I, you can call me Onassis if you want. <laughs> no, I'm not going to call you Onassis because you make your own wear, money. I don't but, wear big but, sunglasses, but but let me but let me say this. Well, it's because you have good eyebrows. But I, but I think Nick. I think I need. I think people have to understand that whatever you know nicknames you're, you're giving people, it's through pain that you have. Yes. I mean, let's be honest. Yes. I mean, I mean, you, you're trying to find through your humor because I know you for a long time. Part of your the way you deal with pain is through your sarcasm and through your humor and through your wit. You're a very witty person. People don't realize. I mean, you are high level wit. You're so witty that even before all this happened, you would call me up and say some crazy shit, and then like I hang up the phone, I realize, oh my god, he just he just he just like punked me. Yeah, he just punked me, and I like what the fuck. No, I think very fast. I know for if if you were just a bad dude. No. You wouldn't be on your social media. You would be keeping this quiet and you would just be dragging her in other forms. Oh, no, I'm, You're I, coming I, I, from a place of, of, of a lot of pain. Of pain. And, I, and, and I, I'm sure she's in and pain. And even if you I'm, deny that. I'm sure she's in pain, too. Let's let's be honest. Like, because it's both sides. How could you not no, she, be in because, pain? Because a family's been, you know, you guys are separating. And even moving. if you sit there and you're like, I can't stand this person. It's still breaking up something Correct. that obviously started out great or you never would have gotten fucking married. You know what the problem is, too, is that I'm really in fear that I'm just like, I just want to hold hands with somebody. Mm. I just want to walk the beach. But you're going to have that, Nick. I'm not because because I'm typecasted, dude. That's not true. I that's, disagree. That's I disagree. so untrue. Nick, Nick. See, we're, you're in it. You're in it. You're, you're in, in the it. ocean you're in it. You're right in now. It. I agree. I think, Nick, if you give yourself honestly... 60 days to just let now that this is the final I need more time I don't mean 60 days for him to be okay and, and happy but just 60 days to just have a little quiet to himself just a I piece. think every time you have a super negative thought you need to put the phone down and you so need to hard. like yeah. you're talking you're like yeah. preaching I to the choir I read every single comment I read every single DM I read everything because it fuels me. Can that stop today? It, it has to, or I'm gonna. I'm you're gonna go gonna into insane. the darkest abyss that you're never gonna be able to pull yourself out of. Because, like you said, when you were with Shane, it became like a uh, just like your new norm, right? You yeah. woke up, you were on autopilot. That's it's gonna be the same thing with reading comments, reading DMs. It's just gonna be something that you do every single day. It'll become a routine. And this is why I didn't, you know. I look back, I'm like, God, why did I start the dirty? Because if there wasn't this, I don't think there would be Instagram. I don't think there would be, I think I, I caused a, a, a wave, a ripple effect of, of hate. And I'm sorry for that. Wow. That's big. That's big. I, I think, I think the takeaway today is starting your life in the next chapter and now protecting your kids and, and making sure they have rainbows and unicorns because i hear your podcast with them it's what, so what is it called cute. it's so girl cute. dad girl, girl dad. dad everyone's got to listen to this girl dad what a genius idea a little jealous i didn't start it myself it's actually genius and i think it's got to be therapeutic to see yeah. someone who looks at the world through you know kids you know rose-colored glasses rose -colored. that's what kids live through yeah and to hear you who i know is in pain when you're on this with your daughter Having these beautiful moments and her, it's got to be. Yeah, because I feel like a failure as a father. No, no absolutely not. It. It's the I opposite. Do. Who does a podcast? Who does a podcast with their kid? I'm actually envious and jealous. I wanted to rip that idea off because it was so beautiful. I did it because we don't, you know, you're you're like me. We care about our kids so much. Yeah. And we want to give them the world. Yes. We spoil them when we shouldn't. Correct. I agree with that. And we, we, we Lala, I shut, I shut that shit down. Lala shut that shit down daily. We, we put them, you know, yeah. we, we show them worlds that their yeah. husbands will never achieve for them. Right. And that's our fault because we love them so much. I wanted to have one hour with my daughter press where I can actually look her in the eyes yeah. and have a true conversation yeah. 
and to understand her mind. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's, I, I listened to it. It, it was the it most was powerful. It, it, it it's gonna blow up. It's next week is when I have the first couple episodes. Um, I've just been doing teasers. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, yeah I listen to them. I listen to the te- I mean, I just can't believe how beautiful they are. She is just. She is so smart. How old is she? She's nine. Yeah, uh-huh. but she, nine going on probably fifty. She wants to be an actress, a singer. That she wants to. She just wants to conquer the world, but she doesn't see the world like we see the world. No, because she's because she, she's nine. Yeah, yeah. It's but, beautiful. But and what there's I, so much to like. It's her oyster. She looks at the world and she's like, I can have all of this. She hasn't been jaded yet. And she's also, you know, your child, which means she's got to be witty as fuck. Right. She's got to be. You know, she's just going to be. Yeah, she's sassy, sassy. sassy. But I, I think that that is something really unique, and I think it's really beautiful, and it shows who you are as a father. The fact that you took the time. You could do 100 podcasts, Nick. Yeah. I mean, come on. You could start 30 different podcasts if you wanted. Instead, you chose to do it with your daughter, yeah. which I think people are really – it's something very special, and I think parents – um, you know, are, are going to love this. I think mm-hmm. kids are going to love kids. it. That's I what I mean. Kids, kids, and parents. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is something I could sit down with London. Yes, you know, and 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 say, listen to listen to my Girl friend. Dad. Talk to talk to his daughter. Yeah, it's pretty so cool. Cute. I and, love that. And, and I, you know, I was always thinking, how am I going to come back into the podcast world now that it's blowing up, right? <laughs> And I'm seeing like, wow, you know, your, your guys' show is like working. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't crazy. know how that We happens. don't know how it happened because we started and we were both like, we're going to last about four episodes and then they're going to kick us off the air. But anyway, it's it's fun. You know, it, it's like you have that therapeutic moment with your daughter. Lala and I have a very similar relationship through our podcast. It's it's like our moment. Like yes. We mm-hmm. get a moment to just talk to each other and if we're having a good day or a bad day, it all comes out. It all comes out on the podcast. And the thing that I'm trying to do is is actually own the content instead of distributing it. So it's all going to be celeb app based. Oh, that's good. so brilliant. That's yeah. good. So now everyone's going to come to me, and, and you're going to take podcasts on. Yeah, so that's, that's great. amazing. Yeah. That's and, great. And, and video, movies, everything. Like it's going to be full. It's like I'm trying to create this Netflix meets media. So you have your stories, you have your podcast. It's kind of like a. Um, three-dimensional experience. Oh, wow. oh, I love that. So you see video, you see just nonstop contact. Cause with, with the dirty, when I created it, people were coming there 25, 30 times a day. Oh my God. Wow. They were just obsessed. Oh my God. So, wow. so now I'm trying to create the obsession again yeah, of, of it, but a different platform from an older audience, but also create, bring the younger generation who have no idea who I am because it's so refreshing that people are looking at me that don't know my past. Right. And they're like, wow, this guy's cool. Yeah. Right. You know, so I'm going to, but you also have that. You also have such a huge following of industry people. celebrities. Yeah. I mean, you, you're, I mean, you have deep relationships. I mean, I've come to you for, for introductions to people. You just know, everybody knows you, you know, everybody. And I think, that gives you a lot of currency and obviously the business that you're building right now. Yeah. And I've never taken advantage of any of the higher profile people. So be ready. Cause I'm, about, <laughs> cause I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you yes. <laughs> David yes. Grutman. Yeah, everybody, everybody, <laughs> all my best friends. It's time to be best friends. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I, it's an honor to have you. I mean, you're my friend, but it's an honor for you to come here and, and be brave and to talk about things and to do it in such an honest light, because I really feel like, you were honest today and you were fair to to your ex today in this conversation. Well, and I heard things that I've never seen you post. Like you acknowledged a lot of things that I don't think you like acknowledged. His, like his own via mistakes, Instagram. you know, in, in the marriage. And I, I just think that, look, I, I'm rooting for your family because I want to see your kids happy and thrive and you thrive. And hopefully one day you two will be able to sit at a graduation. I know you can't see it today. I'm telling you one day you will call me and say, I went to whatever sixth grade graduation, and she was sitting right next to me. And, and no we shot, no shot. I'll be in a helicopter taking pictures. <laughs> I, I don't doubt. That. I don't doubt that. I, I don't, don't doubt, doubt that. that. I don't doubt that. All right. Well, listen. Um, the the celeb. It's it's the say it one more time, just so everyone. So everyone go download celeb. It's on Android and um, iPhone. It's celeb magazine or celeb TM. The Instagram's at celeb TM. But celebmagazine.com for people that still use computers. Um, but we're focused on on app, app life. And and uh, and the podcast is called? The podcast is called Girl Dad. Girl Dad. It's, it's the original uh, podcast that we're going to start first. And then I have seven shows in production that are going to stream 
10 M is the travel show. Richie rich is the follow show, which I can't wait to have you on. Oh, that's about awesome. Um, and then I have Richie rides where we showcase everyone's sick cars. That are my that's friends. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So that's it's, it's going to be a that. lot of fun stuff that yeah. I'm really excited about. And, uh, I'm excited to bring my friends on and show like this level of life yeah. where it can be achieved if you have a dream and just don't fall in love, you know, and free Nick, free Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. Law, that was amazing, Nick. We really fucking love you. We do. And you know, I th- I think today was a good day. Yeah, it was a great episode. Okay, well, we'll see about that. And then also, <laughs> I love Nick. No, one more question. Can I be in the uh, what is it? Cu- cucumber ball? What's what's the thing pickle ball? Pickle ball. You can cucumber ball. You could, be, you could be a celebrity in the program. One hundred percent in La Quinta. We will provide travel and hotel for you you will be on center court. i'm 100 percent in so you're number one in the world i am number one uh in in my he's it, number one on court emmett on court emmett. <laughs> out of my house i'm number one i am not number one in the world ben johns my friend who will be there that night is number one in the world okay i'm, I'm number one in my head i'm totally in for cucumber ball <laughs> it's pickleball pickle same ball. thing dude it really is all right, but by the way, it's going to be fun. There will be so many fun celebrities, so you definitely play. I'm 100% playing. I'm All right, right. Listen, I'm ready to get it. back out into the world. Like, I'm here. Let's go. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Give Them Lala with Randall, and we will catch you gorgeous people next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.